Hello and welcome to the Private Labeler Show, where we are dedicated to helping you take your Amazon business to the next level. Now, here is your host, Nick Landowski. Hey, hey, everybody, what's happening? Welcome to episode number 101 of the Private Labeler Show. Yeah, how are you? How the heck is your day going? Hopefully, you're having a great day. And uh, thanks for tuning in, no matter where in the world you're listening. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about saving some money on Amazon FBA storage fees and talking about the inventory performance index and basically just inventory in general. So I think it was a couple of weeks back, there was an update that Amazon came down with where they updated their new Amazon FBA storage fee chart, which I'm sure a lot of you guys saw. It's still in the headlines of uh, Seller Central. So make sure you pull it up if you haven't taken a look at that. But, you know, those come down every so often. And I thought, you know what, we'll kind of put some content together around that just to kind of go over what's changing, why it's changing, and more importantly, like how to interpret that. But bottom line, though, is like, what does it mean to you as an actual seller? And how can you use that to maximize your inventory and profits and all that good stuff? So that's what we're going to be doing here in just a second. Uh, First and foremost, I want to mention uh, that we are up to 95, 95 iTunes reviews now, guys. So thank you so much to everybody that has left iTunes reviews. We just need five more, guys. Just need five more for 100. So if you haven't yet done that, please be one of those five people. I'd love to get to 100 sooner rather than later. And also, if you are listening listening to the podcast on YouTube right now, first and foremost, hello, YouTubers, again. Please make sure you hit that sub and notification bell. And uh, last thing I wanted to mention before we get started, I will be dropping a new YouTube video over the next, I think probably the next few days. I'm trying to try to record it tomorrow if I have time, but uh, I'm going to be showing you guys a killer new tool that I've been using for keywords. Uh, lots of tools out there to, to work with and choose from, but I'm absolutely loving this tool uh, to find awesome keywords that I can put in my back end and obviously in my bullets and all that good stuff and my title. But uh, there's a lot of, lot of keyword tools to choose from, but this one is just kind of uh, really blowing me away right now. So I want to show you how easy it is to use this, and you get so much data from it. It's really amazing. Can't wait to show you guys kind of what I've been doing with it and how I've been using it in my listings to uh, pipe in extra traffic from keywords I haven't even thought of or never would have thought of. And this thing is just scraping them up and finding them like crazy. So um, I'm going to do that. And again, if you're a YouTuber and you're notified, you hit the notifications bell, you should get it, hopefully a notification from YouTube that the video has released. So look for that. And everybody else, I'll try to notify you by email or whatever when I release that new video. So excited about that. All right. So Let's get down to business here. Let's talk about the recently updated Amazon FBA inventory uh, storage fees that, that they came down with. I think it was a couple of weeks back, depending upon when you're listening to this. And if you're unsure of what I'm talking about, just go to your Seller Central, as mentioned, and, and go to the headline section. You'll be able to see exactly what I'm talking about. All the information will be there for you. Uh, essentially, I'm just going to kind of cherry pick like the important points and then uh, more importantly, just get into what does it really mean for you as a seller, whether you're a new seller or you've been selling a while. Because um, again, at the end of the day, it's, this is all about maximizing profits. And if you've been doing business with Amazon for a while, you know that it does cost business or cost money to do business with Amazon. Especially, you know, if you're uh, having them, if you're using the FBA program, which obviously most of you are, uh, it, there, there's a fee for that. And these fees and storage fees and things like that, uh, they the, the rates kind of fluctuate throughout the year. But as time goes on, 
the fees generally rise and they get tighter and tighter, higher and higher. And uh, obviously, if you're not careful with your inventory, you can really blow a lot of money uh, on FBA storage fees. And uh, that can really suck. So here's kind of the here's kind of the gist. Um, Amazon does not want to be your warehouse. OK, they, they don't want to be a huge storage facility for all your junk. And uh, they're going to they'll say, hey, you can send this stuff here in most case in most cases. But we're going to penalize you for it if you just kind of leave this uh, merchandise sitting in warehouses and you're not turning it and selling it. So the goal really at the bottom at the end of the day, the goal is just to run lean, run tight, uh, have just enough inventory to kind of, you know, to, uh, you know, have it have enough, but not overly excessive amounts of inventory. OK, so like that's essentially the goal. And uh, if you kind of play nice with Amazon that way, they're not going to crush you too bad on any storage fees or anything like that. And you're going to get to keep more money, which last I checked is awesome. So here's some quick hits from the new changes that are coming. So starting April 1st, again, depending upon when you're listening to this, uh, the monthly inventory storage fees will be increased five cents per cubic foot for standard size and oversized items. So if you have a standard size item, it will be, uh, what is it, 69 cents per cubic foot. And then if an over if you have oversized items, it's uh, up to 48 cents per cubic foot. And then here's where obviously things get a little nutty. Um, between October and December, so holiday time, as we all know, uh, the storage fees kind of go crazy and everybody complains. And everybody cries that Amazon took all their money and stuff like that. But uh, here's, here's kind of the deal. So October through December, Amazon bumps it all the way up for a standard size item to $2.40 per cubic foot. So like they don't play around. Uh, they don't want to be your warehouse during Q4. Absolutely not. And then if you're selling oversized items in between October and December, uh, it's going to be $1.20 per cubic foot. But what they do do um, is they do offset some of that with some lower selling fees as well. So it's not quite all bad, but obviously Q4, um, they just kind of throw the hammer down. Again, they don't want to be your warehouse. So here's some other things just to kind of mention. So starting September 15th, long-term storage fees will be adjusted and assessed our assessment dates will be changed from semi-annual to monthly. Okay, so that's new. And then on August 15th, it says they are introducing a minimum charge of 50 cents per unit per month for items in the fulfillment centers for 365 days or more. All right, uh, I don't I don't know many sellers or hopefully we don't know many sellers that have items sitting around in Amazon's warehouse longer than a year. Like that's banana land, that's crazy. Uh, if that's you, wow, you need to get that figured out. But uh, again, they're just going to really make kind of things difficult for you if you just keep things lying around. Again, they don't want to be your warehouse. So those are just some of the quick hits. And then also, too, kind of going along with that, you may have noticed, I don't know when it came down, it was a couple months ago, um, they actually put it on the dashboard now on a widget inside Seller Central, the inventory performance index or inventory performance score. So they kind of have this formula that they rank you on like how well you do with inventory. Essentially, the some of the key points are like your in-stock rates and just like how much inventory you generally have. Are you running out of stock all the time? Are you way overstock? So they so they have this formula that kind of looks at all that and then they give you a rank and then they give you a grade and you can see it right on the widget there. And it's there to kind of help you out. But here's something that came down. It says starting July 1st, um, 2018, it says storage limits will be evaluated every three months on a quarterly cycle. So it says if your perform- inventory performance index score is less than 350, six weeks before the start of the quarter, you'll be notified of your potential storage limits. So what Amazon is now doing is they're saying, hey, like if you're just abusing the FBA facility here and you're not necessarily the greatest seller because you have 
not enough, you're, like you're always out of stock on things or you got way too much inventory and you're not complying with kind of what they want, um, they may limit your ability to send things to Amazon FBA, okay? Hopefully, if you're listening to this, this is not never going to be an issue for you and you're in the green and, you know, I think I think the score goes all the way up to 1,000. Um, so I don't know who's at 1,000. That's pretty awesome if you are. But uh, essentially, if you're in the green, you're good to go. You can keep sending things into Amazon because you kind of play by the rules. But again, they're going to be grading on this and they're going to essentially be uh, rewarding good sellers and kind of punishing people in different ways for not being so good with inventory. So I kind of like it. Uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts? But uh, it seems to be a pretty good idea. So make sure you check out that index score in your dashboard if you haven't already. I'm sure you're kind of looking at it, wondering about it. But uh, here's just a, kind of a quick side note about that. So if you ha- if you have like a ton of different products, like just tons of different ones that you've had maybe over the span of a few years or whatever, and maybe you have a lot of products that are dead that, you know, there's no inventory on it. It's just sitting there kind of uh, dormant and you've just never done anything with them. They're just inactive. What I would probably do if you never plan on selling that product again is I would probably clean, clean up your inventory a little bit and I would um, essentially deactivate or just delete those listings that are just kind of floating around. Makes it easier to navigate, obviously, as well. Uh, your seller central, but uh, just get rid of those dead listings. Again, if you never plan on selling that product again, just just kind of get rid of them. Um, that uh, that hopefully will help your score because I, I can't remember the exact points of like how they're scoring, but I think that was one of them that I read. So everything that I just kind of mentioned there, these these kind of these new rules or new ideas or, or, or new fees that Amazon kind of comes down with every so often, like what does it all really mean? Okay, kind of want to sum it up into like maybe five, four or five different action points, like things that you can actually uh, take and run with. And here's kind of the first thing here. So as a general rule of thumb in terms of like Amazon FBA, like inventory for a particular product, like how much inventory should you really be keeping there? Uh, What I would probably recommend for not only for myself, but for others is I would try to kind of keep it between one to two months of inventory. Uh, Obviously, you could stretch that a little bit more up to three months. Maybe it all kind of depends. Like, do you have a seasonal item that you anticipate uh, selling a lot of potentially, like maybe you got some giveaways planned or some big promotions, or you know business is going to pick up. Like you kind of have to adjust on the fly accordingly. But if it's just like a regular time of the year and you don't really anticipate anything crazy happening, yeah, one to two months I would say um, would would kind of kind of keep you good there. And at the end of the day, though, I'd rather I guess at the end of the day I would rather have too much inventory than be out of stock on something. So like I'd rather have way more inventory than I needed than being out of stock for like a month or two on an item and losing out on all those sales and all that stuff. So that's just kind of something to think about there. But again, you tr- want to try to run as lean and mean as you can uh, for 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 all your products. So, but like if you're managing like just one or two products, you're just kind of getting started out, it's pretty easy to do this and kind of just to calculate how many sales you're getting on average a day, a week, a month, and then kind of configure like when you're going to need to do your reorders and when you're going to need to ship new product in. Uh, but the second that you have like a, you know, a lot of products, you know, dozens of products and a lot of inventory flowing, it gets incredibly difficult to manage that process. So more than likely at that point, you're probably having some software help you out with that as far as calculating when uh, you maybe should do a reorder, reorder when you need to ship stuff in to kind of make sure that you're always in stock. And uh, again, that you don't have too much inventory kind of just sitting around stale. Okay. So uh, moving on to the second point here, here's, here's kind of something to consider here. Maybe this is a, isn't really something you need to think about when you're first starting out, but if you're kind of a veteran seller and you got, again, a bunch, uh, a bunch of products and you're uh, really trying to scale up, what you might want to consider is storing um, your overstock, your excess product, your, the bulk of your inventory 
at a um, at a warehouse, at an external warehouse outside of Amazon FBA. So this could be like um, like if you deal with a prep center at all, uh, chances are they have warehousing options for you. Um, you could even ask your your shipper, your freight forwarder, if they have warehouse space available for you, let's say in the U.S., if we're talking about Amazon FBA in the U.S., and chances are they have space available for you. So that might be something you want to consider to keep that excess inventory there. Um, that way you don't have all this inventory just kind of clogging up Amazon FBA and then just getting drilled on all these charges and things like that and the fees. So again, ask your freight forwarder to send them a message. Maybe they have it on their website. And then typically what I found is like rates for uh, storage space, it's going to be about $20 a pallet per month. Okay. That's just the, if they're charging per pallet, but some, um, some storage facilities charge per cubic foot and some charge, I think it's like roughly about 50 cents, maybe 60 cents per cubic foot just to kind of store that merchandise there. So that might be a strategy that you want to consider, um, to, to use to kind of either get inventory out of Amazon FBA or kind of dripping it in to um, Amazon FBA from an external warehouse. So uh, you might want to look into that. And one thing that you could do is, uh, you know, like let's say you're scaling up on a product or products and you want to really try to maximize profits and you really want to go big. Um, one thing I might recommend is, is if you have the capital to do this is instead of kind of placing smaller orders from your factory, maybe you place like maybe typically you're placing like uh, you know, orders for like a thousand units or something like that. Well, if you have the capital and you know the product is going to sell well, and you you know you know it's going to be around a long time, and you, you know it's it's going along well. If you have the capital, what you might want to do is just place like really large orders. Okay, so maybe you do five or ten thousand units or more, depending. And obviously, when you do that, you're going to get a much better price per unit. So you're going to save a bunch of money that way. And then what you could do is. Obviously, you don't want to ship all those units into Amazon FBA. What you could do is maybe just ship a small amount into FBA to cover, you know, that month or two, whatever, and then all the rest of it do a C shipment and then store the excess inventory in a uh, in a in a warehouse. Okay, so you probably want to run the numbers and see what makes sense. But uh, the idea there is just just to maximize your profits. So you're going to save a bunch of money on the order because you're going to pay way less per unit, and then you'll do C shipping for the overwhelmingly bulk of of the uh, of the order which is going to maximize your profit. And then if you have to pay a little bit of money to keep, you know, that, uh, that merchandise in a warehouse for a month or two or whatever, so be it. Um, but what, you know, what you can do then is you can just talk to a, talk to a warehouse or whatever, just ask them how the process works. Typically what happens is they might actually ask for access to your Amazon FBA account and you can give them access just to kind of see certain things. But, um, that warehouse then as needed can actually create the shipment and then send it into Amazon for you, okay? And kind of drip it in as needed. So that way uh, you're not bombing the FBA warehouse with all the freight at once. And you're kind of just paying a smaller fee uh, using an external warehouse, you know, again, per pallet or per cubic foot or whatever. And if that fee is going to be a lot less than storing it at Amazon, again, that might be something you want to consider. And then they can take care of that process. Like I said, they'll actually just create the shipment, you know, send it into Amazon as needed. Um, obviously you can communicate with them on like what's appropriate or how much or when you want it sent and all that good stuff. But, uh, again, if you're scaling up or whatever, that's something you're probably going to consider at a certain point. Um, cause that's really going to maximize your profits at the end of the day. So third thing here, I thought I would mention is like, if you have a slow moving product, uh, maybe a product that you over ordered on, or it's just not selling like it used to, or it's just, you know, maybe you have just, uh, just a huge amount of inventory and it's, you know, it's not really just, uh, selling again as quickly as you thought 
which you're going to definitely want to do instead of just getting the, your teeth kicked in by Amazon and all the storage fees and all that good stuff. You got to get that product either out of there or you got to sell through it. So just have that in the back of your mind. Like if you have product that's been sitting a long time, um, you got to run through it. So run lightning deals, run promotions, do giveaways, lower the price, increase your PPC, whatever you got to do. You got to get, uh, obviously, some of those units moving faster than normal. You might take a hit on the profit. Obviously, it might cost you money to do that. But uh, again, you don't want that inventory sitting there for a really long period of time. And one thing you might want to consider, as Amazon does this, maybe once or twice a year. Um, can't remember the last time they did this, but they typically, at least once a year, they'll offer uh, sellers a chance to kind of um, eliminate or remove excess inventory out of the FBA warehouses. And they do it usually for free sometimes. They'll let you do that. I think like once a year, typically before the holidays start, they they kind of want uh, all the excess crap kind of pushed out of the warehouse to make room for new stuff. So you might want to take advantage of that. Again, I don't know uh, if they have a schedule for that. Um, I can't remember again the last time that they did it. But if you have slow moving product, you need a plan to either sell it, get rid of it, move it out. Again, if you got to take a hit on it, got to mark it down, whatever you got to do, it's so much better probably than just uh, getting your, again, your teeth kicked in by Amazon with all these excess storage fees, okay? So that's something to consider. Now, if you're a newer seller or you have a new product and you're not really sure, you know, how well it's going to sell right away, like you haven't really confirmed that, like you can calculate all you want when you're doing your product research of like what other sellers might be doing. But uh, typically, like when you're first starting out, you know, you maybe uh, aren't as skilled in, in all these things. But uh, what I would recommend is you not just bomb Amazon FBA with a brand new product right off the bat and just clogging up, you know, the, the warehouse there for a product that, again, you don't know how to really move yet or how to sell or how it's going to really react to the market. So that's just something I might recommend is maybe don't place a massive order right off the bat. Um, you know, kind of keep it small and, and test it. And once you kind of see how well it's going to sell, then you can keep placing bigger and bigger orders. So again, uh, you know, that's just something to consider there. Or maybe, maybe you actually ask your warehouse or your factory that you're dealing with, maybe place an order for a thousand units on a product. Again, you don't know how well it's going to sell. Instead of shipping all thousand units there, maybe you just ask the factory like, hey, can, can I keep like some of that here? Can I keep 500 units here? Uh, and then I'll send in or I'll ship out the, the, the rest of the 500 units in a month or so or whatever. And if they agree to that, that's something I'd probably recommend that you that you consider. Like if you're a newer seller, and newer product, again, that way you're not clogging up the uh, the warehouse there and uh, just sitting on all that freight that you don't know if it's really going to move yet, okay, for that new product. So that's just kind of something to consider. Smaller order, smaller amounts. Once you establish that the product does sell, it does move, you've built it up, then you can adjust accordingly, place larger and larger orders. And then finally, kind of wrapping this up, the fifth point here, guys, um, I don't know if you noticed this, but obviously Amazon, like if you go on Seller Central, uh, I don't know if it's for everybody's account at this point or whatever, but they've got a lot of new tools that they've kind of been introducing in terms of like uh, not only just that inventory performance index on the dashboard and the widget, but uh, other tools that they kind of put out there and they update. Some of the older tools are pretty horrible for the inventory stuff, but there's a lot of tools within Amazon that will allow you to kind of look at uh, how long, let's say, your inventory has been sitting around or all that kind of good stuff. And you definitely need to pay attention to that. So what I would recommend that you do if you're not doing this, like let's say Mondays, pick one day a week. Um, Take a look at your inventory, like literally schedule time for this and go through the reports that they have available for you. So you can see what's going on with your inventory so that you can manage it appropriately. So you can, uh, you know, kind of take those actions that you that you need to to take the according actions but make sure you set aside time once a week to at least manage it and uh it might be once a week that you look at and go okay when do i need to do reorders and on what products and uh, again 
if you have product that's been sitting a long period of time, they have those reports available for you where you can see all that stuff, like how long stuff's been sitting. And as well, they, they make it really easy now where they show you, hey, last month we took X amount of dollars from you for inventory fees and stuff like that. So I think before you had to go, kind of do some digging on that, now they just make it pretty easy, almost just like front and center in certain on certain pages where they're just telling you that stuff. But you should be aware of what you're spending for your to keep your inventory there. And uh, again, set like one day a week just for five or 10 minutes aside just to monitor and evaluate the reports and then evaluate your current inventory needs. Do you need to place a new order? What do you need to do? When do you need to do that? How's that gonna look? And then uh, other things too like... Um, uh, what is it? Uh, like products that get returned or damaged, you know, you'll get notifications on that usually through emails, but I usually do that on Mondays. I'll go through and I'll either dispose of, or I'll have like uh damaged inventory shipped back to me or whatever it might be. So that's all kind of part of the process there. But yeah, just plan like one day a week just to kind of, kind of take care of that and stay on top of things. So that way there are no surprises and that way you can kind of maximize things effectively because you're allocating time to it. So that about does it, guys. It's kind of what I mentioned, those key points there. Hopefully you found some of that information valuable and useful to kind of maximize your profits and uh, ha- get a better grip on your inventory. I'd like to know your thoughts on the subject. What do you think? What do you think about the podcast? Um, if you are not yet a member of the Facebook group, make sure you join up. Go to privatelabelershow.com forward slash FB or depending upon where you're listening to this or how you're listening to this, there should be some links for that Facebook group in there. Make sure you get joined up. We'd love to have you in there. I think we got up pretty close to about 5,000 members now and growing. So make sure you get in there and uh, say hello to everybody. So that about does it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you in the next episode. Peace.